0: Hold
1: up!
2: Oh gosh, wait. Did we like trade the second pick for like a a tackle or something?
1: No, (laughs) no. I just had to make sure you knew that you're being recorded. So let everyone.
2: Oh.
1: Oh, thanks. Can't have to have to keep with the privacy policy.
2: Oh no, yeah.
1: I'm I'm, I'm, I'm
2: filing a lawsuit, like right now.
1: Okay, well, not the first lawsuit of the day, so it's it's all good.
2: Rest in peace to uh, Deshaun Watson's career in Houston.
1: (laughs) Okay, well, guys, welcome back to the Good Evening Football Podcast. This is a different type of episode. We're trying something new, and hopefully you guys like it. There's no agenda today. We are just going to talk. We are going to talk about football for as long as our usual episodes are, so um, stick around. You may hear something that you like, but, yeah, so I'm going to take the first segment, and, of course, we're going to get the elephant out of the room. I'm going to be discussing the Houston Texans and you guys feel free to jump in whenever you feel like I'm saying something too crazy or whatever. But you're not going to change my thought process. This is what is happening in Houston right now. All right. I am no longer a Houston Texans fan. I do not associate with the franchise. Having said that, I am no longer a Deshaun Watson fan either. And here Ooh. is why. Deshaun Watson, this is coming directly from the heart. You are being one of the biggest babies in Houston franchise history. You have been to the playoffs 2 years in a row. You have led this team to a 10 and 6 and 11 and 5 record. You took a team that was started the season 0 wins, 3 losses and brought them back to an 11 and 5 season and made the playoffs. Won the division 2. You also are now excluding Patrick Mahomes cuz let's be honest, nobody's ever getting Patrick Mahomes money again. You are the highest paid quarterback in the NFL. You are mad that we did not hire a general manager that you wanted. And it's not that we hired a bad general manager. We didn't tell you before we hired him. And we hired a coach that coached you at the Pro Bowl and you had a good relationship with. Now you want out. Why? I I don't understand it. Um, People can bring up the point of Jack Easterby And, yeah, Easterby's a problem, but he's not a huge problem. He's not the guy making decisions anymore. Nick Casario's here, and I think Nick Casario's done a great job so far. I'm going to be honest. He brought in all the coaching hires that we thought were good. He brought guys back for multiple interviews. He's already moving capital around. I I really like what Nick Casario's doing. And I got to say, you chose to demand your trade on the first day of David Culley's job, which is another level of disrespect to me. Coach Culley was ecstatic. About being a head coach, he's been waiting over 30 years for a head coaching job. And his first day on the job, his franchise quarterback requests a trade. That's a different level of disrespect for me. He didn't wait a few days after. He did it the day of. That just doesn't sit right with me. It's not okay. David Cully has brought in an amazing staff. We've got Lovey Smith. Josh McCown's becoming an assistant head coach, and from what I've seen, he will be the next head coach of the team. Is what the direction of the franchise is going in. They want Josh McCown to eventually take over for this franchise, and I'm okay with that. I don't see anything wrong with that. I think jet Josh legend. McCown will be a good head coach. You got something, Aiden?
2: Uh, well, Josh McCown's a jet legend, but I I will also say uh, one thing. I I kind of the thing with with uh, Deshaun Watson. It's like you maybe you don't understand why he wants out. Like I like I get that, but There is a side where you had Bill O'Brien, who was the worst head coach and general manager in the league at the same time.
1: And we got
2: he was awful at both jobs. But yes, you did get rid of him. But the Bill O'Brien effect is still there. You have no draft picks. You traded away DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson's best friend.
1: Okay. nothing. And, And I'm getting and I'm getting to that. This has nothing to do with Hopkins. What we are seeing now has nothing to do with Hopkins because if it did, he would have demanded a trade at this time last year after it had already happened. He didn't do that. He demanded a trade after this season, after one bad season. In my, my opinion, he's being a baby. You didn't win one season. Aaron Rodgers has mid the or had missed the playoffs two years in a row a few years ago, and now he's the MVP of the league. It's not okay. You're only 26. Guys at 26 years old aren't allowed to leave their teams like that, and it's not okay. You have the entire city behind your back. You have the mayor coming out saying that Jack Easterby needs to be fired. Uh, Fire Jack Easterby was number one trending on Twitter in the week of an election. The same week that Joe Biden was elected president, Fire Jack Easterby was the number one trending hashtag on Twitter. We're talking all of Twitter. The city is behind his back for now. You had just a few weeks ago over a 1,000 fans march down to NRG Stadium and protest that Jack Easterby needs to be fired. And you meet that with saying you want to request a trade. So having said that, this is where I'm at with the situation. The Houston Texans need to trade Deshaun Watson immediately, and I want the Texans to go out and get Zach Wilson. Not Justin Fields. Zach Wilson is the guy. I love Zach Wilson. I've watched tape. He is the best quarterback besides Justin or um sorry, Trevor Lawrence in this class. You can get good capital for Watson and you just need to start over. Deshaun Watson, we have done everything to please you and the fact that you are not okay with what we have done because we have done everything to try to please you. After we cannot make up for what Bill O'Brien did, but the city, the franchise, everybody has done everything to try to make it up to you. And you're being a baby and saying that you want out. I have lost all respect for Deshaun Watson. And yes, you can bring up the Hopkins point, but if that was the case, he would have demanded the trade sooner. He's being a baby. That's all I have to say.
0: So, so I want to give my opinion. God.
1: All right, thank you. Um,
0: so going into this, I had the idea that Deshaun's, Deshaun's right here. Texans organization sucks. But I got to say, like, you actually were able to convince me that Deshaun is being a bit of a baby. And that's, I mean, I don't know if you've you have ever changed my mind like that, like that. Um, But the one part that I'm still skeptical of is what we don't
1: know. Not everything is released to the media. Well,
0: we of don't course, see... Of You're never
1: going to figure out what exactly happened behind closed doors. Like, that's that, why I just hate putting the...
0: I hate calling Deshaun a baby without knowing everything that's happened. we We see from... Uh, previous players who've already retired from the NFL, they've given their own stories about being traded, about being released, about different stuff with the organizations, and they they talk about about the organizations after they've retired, say what actually happened, and then you you feel for the players, right? You right. the organizations are bad in those instances, so I wish we could know what was happening before I could either say, nah, Deshaun's in the right, Texans organization sucks, Jack Easterby. Has to be fired. I don't know why he's still there. They didn't consult him with um, the coaching hire um, or the GM hire. Um, We don't really actually know what's going on. We know little pieces of information. Um, It's a tough situation. And then to bring up that Zach Wilson point, I just don't see how that's plausible, personally, for the Texans. I think most other organizations can get that done. I don't see the Jets trading for Deshaun. I don't. And other than the Jets, uh, I also don't see the Dolphins trading for Deshaun. Um, I've probably said that in previous podcasts. I might not have, but I don't see that happening. Um, and I think those are the only two teams. I think two and three are the only spots you could get Zach Wilson. Um, obviously, there's still a few months before the draft, um, so this is pretty uh, early. But that's my stance on that.
1: Well, of course. Aiden, you, you have anything to add? Um.
0: Yeah, I don't think the Jets
2: or Dolphins are going to trade for Desha- Deshaun Watson. I think the Dolphins are the least likely team. I I, I think it's ridiculous because – a little off track here, but I saw an interview with Tua. I, I mean, y'all definitely saw because we posted a TikTok about it. But, I mean, they asked him if he was going to be on the Dolphins next year, and he that said he ridiculous. didn't know.
0: got me so mad.
2: Like, I hate that. Like, I hate it, – it's like – it's like, okay – in in 2019, I was so upset about the Josh Rosen situation. I was so mad about it. Obviously, now it doesn't really matter because Kyler Murray's significantly better than Josh Rosen. But like you take a guy, top 10, and in this case, top five,
1: mm-hmm.
2: and you're already talking about moving him. And here's the thing, Tua played well.
1: He went like three six and three as a starter.
2: Six and Mm -hmm. three as a starter. He had eleven touchdowns to five interceptions. That is not bad at all by any means. He completed over sixty percent of his passes too, which is, you know, the league average. It's like, you're you're really gonna talk about trading this guy right now? You're really gonna do that? And it's like, if you if you trade for Deshaun, it just it just makes no sense because you're trading Tua, you're trading. The Texans pick back to them, which Mm -hmm. I don't know if we've ever seen that. It's like, I don't really know, like, what's going on. And then the Jets, it's like, I think the Jets are, the Jets are obviously, I think they're more likely than the Mm -hmm. Dolphins to to acquire Deshaun, but I still don't think we will. Um, So I I I think, like, at the end of the day, I think think Zach Wilson is the guy for us. I think that's who we're going to take. Um No, I don't think it's who we're gonna take. I think that's who we need to take. I think we're gonna take Justin Fields, and I, I don't want that at this point. I, <laughs> I know I was all hyped up after the, um the Sugar Bowl, but like I, I don't know. Zach, if you get
1: a chance to sit back and actually watch his game, it's not as impressive as it appears when you watch it the first time with Fields.
2: And and, and again, I I hear I hear a lot of people say this. It's it's just it's the prospect fatigue. Justin Fields has been highly regarded for three, four years, and he's, he's, you know, he's played well, obviously, but it's like, how long can you sit here and say that he's the number two pick in the draft? Zach Wilson came out and ball like, he was amazing, and it's like, I I heard, I heard a scout talk about Zach Wilson having character problems, and I don't know if y'all, y'all read into that, but.
1: Okay. uh um, said JJ Watt would never be an elite pass rusher because he didn't have good technique. I mean, the scouts don't know what they're talking about if we're being honest. Most of the Well,
2: time. well, let me let me just let me just look into this cuz I think it it may mean something. Um it may mean something, but uh it probably it probably doesn't cuz I don't think this is true. This is what an NFL scout said. I I'm quoting Wilson has character concerns. Rich kid who's an entitled brat. Uncle owns JetBlue. Parents are a pain. Not a leader. Selfish and, is, and he's a know-it-all.
0: That that that's, sounds that, that, familiar to the Josh Rosen situation. Um, everyone's saying he's the golden boy. He's never he's never been a backup in his life. He's never like he's never not been the guy, right? Um, said the same thing about Justin Herbert last year. Not a leader. Most introverted person anyone knows. Not meant for a football field. Not meant to command a team. Goes out there, he might win rookie of the year. Uh, Josh Rosen, I mean, it's not his fault. It's not because he's a golden boy. It's because of why he's doing so bad in the NFL. Um, Unless he's accused of rape, domestic abuse, um, drug addiction, I I don't see a problem with character being an issue. I mean, these guys are, what, 20, 22? Like, yeah, Zach, Zach Wilson's 20, 21 years old, yeah. Yeah, coach them up. Like, they're young enough to change. People don't go into the NFL as fully mature adults ready to command a team. That's just not, uh, scouts sometimes to just focus on technique, focus on actual skill, and let, let the coaching staffs of each team determine the character of them.
2: Yeah, and I think it's, it, I think I think the Jets are. I mean, the Jets are in much better situation than Jacksonville. I, I think so because I think Robert Sala is going to be an amazing coach. I think he's. I th- I think he's the second Brian Flores. Um, yeah. I like he has got that he's got that hard nosed mentality. He's gonna he's gonna go out there and do whatever he can to to help the team in any way. So I mean. I, I'm really yeah. excited to see how the how the Jets can can you know do this rebuild. But um it's not just gonna take Zach Wilson. Um and like I said, I we're probably not even gonna take the dude, which is really unfortunate. Um but I mean we we need a lot more than Zach Wilson. I'll say that. We well. need a lot more <laughs> than him. But well. uh,
1: I'll close this segment by giving what I think, living in Houston, what I think is going to end up happening. I don't think they're going to trade Watson this year. And I think it's going to be a nightmare because I can see Watson holding out and getting into a long, drawn-out deal. Now, I would trade him this year just because the prospects this year are probably the best class we've seen. I mean, the quarterback class this year is insane. I mean, there are legitimately six quarterbacks that could go in the top 30. Like, that is insane. Um, will it happen? Probably not. There's probably going to be some guys that slip. Having said that, the Texans have been talking with Mac Jones a lot. They got with him at the Senior Bowl. They really like Mac Jones, and I am saying no! <laughs> <laughs> Mac Jones, I I am a big Mac Jones fan. Uh, okay. I will say Mac that. Jones, this is where I could see it being beneficial. If you trade Watson to the Jets... You take Devontae Smith with the third overall pick and take Mac Jones with the Seahawks pick. I'm okay with that. I am genuinely okay with that. That's fine. Do whatever. And maybe you want to get Darnold, because let's be honest, if Matthew Stafford went for two first round picks at 33 years old, what do you think Deshaun Watson at twenty-five years old is going to go for? Oh, four first round picks.
0: I will get into that.
2: Um
1: it's, it's gonna be at least three first round picks in my opinion. Probably it,
2: it, but for More. the Texans it's it's tough if you traded with the Jets to get two, then you'd have to take Wilson. You can't you can't really take Devontae Smith in that situation.
1: You can with the plan. You can with the plan like getting Jones later. You can't. Um and I'm not saying know. that's what they're gonna it's do. Tough. Because I see so many. I've gotten four notifications today. Oh, the Texans are working on a deal to send Watson to the Raiders for Derek Carr and three first-round picks. Right, oh, that's, I wanted to bring that up. All that's of That's so fine.
2: nasty. That's so in disgusting. the
0: past. In the past half hour, there's been a lot of news on that Raiders thing. Uh, like Schefter, Rappaport, they both tweeted it. So, you know, it's yeah. credible. Um, and what they're thinking of is a three-team trade where Carr is traded to a team not named the Texans for two first-round picks. The Raiders then trade those two first-round picks plus their two first-round picks, this year's and next year's, to the Texans. Texans that's
2: would actually, then get
1: four first-round picks for Deshaun Watson.
2: That's genius by the yeah. Raiders, honestly.
1: The Raiders yeah. would have to give us Isaiah Johnson and Cle- Cleland Farrell for that trade to work, in my eyes. You would have to give you, us You two think four
0: first-rounders plus Cleland Farrell? Yes, and I don't think Isaiah Johnson's a valuable piece, but okay,
1: he may not <laughs> be. That more we need... like
0: personal bias. <laughs> huh? Yeah,
1: go Cougs. Yeah. <laughs> team, just anyway, a it. <laughs> you want, and I'm saying Isaiah Johnson because I mean maybe Arnett. You, they need young defensive star powers. Yeah, what they you're
0: need, right. Robertson. <laughs> so I just don't know. If four first rounders and the players would work. Maybe if you said three. Two and Clinton Farrell because remember Clinton Farrell was the number four overall pick. Right.
1: That, that's another and, first time pick. Basically.
2: And he didn't oh. even play too too poorly last year. He actually played pretty well. Know,
1: which is why I'm saying that it's a possibility. Now, I just you guys know that if this trade happens, which I still am giving it about a seventy percent chance to happen, I'm not confident that the Texans are gonna trade Watson. I just yeah. Whatever, but if it does happen, this is going to be the biggest trade in the history of the league. I mean, it is going to be massive. It's going to I be like nothing we've that. ever seen before. Um, so having said all of that, regardless of what happens, I mean, I'm looking at it from the point of view of I, I just, I can't support the team, but I can't support the player either because in both cases here, both of them are wrong in my opinion. I think that Watson's just, I don't know, but overall. I don't know. That's just what I'm feeling about that. So now let's move on from that sad news, and let's get on to some great news. But I do have to burst y'all's bubble just a little bit. NCAA football is back. I love it. It is back. It is back. But there is some sad news in this. I quote EA Sports tweeting two hours ago. We love all the hype that we've been met with. We are very excited to share the development of the new game with y'all in the next few years. A oh, few years? Are you serious? Guys, oh, these
2: guys, these EA, EA, oh. even when they, even when they like come through in the clutch, they still sell the bag at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah.
0: Oh my God. They so, said you've been waiting. It's finally don't here. Don't drop.
2: Don't drop the news. Like if you're gonna drop the game in three years. Yeah.
1: So oh they're blah. <laughs> They're looking at a 2023 to 2024 release date. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. i are like ninth away. graders on the cover. <laughs> this is the actual quote We're blown away by your passion for hashtag EA Sports College Football. We look forward to sharing more information as develop progresses in the next couple of years. So. It will be 2023 to 2024 before the game is out. EA Sports continues to be one of the worst franchises ever. And also know that NFL 2K 2021 is going to be – or 2022 is going to be a thing. NFL 2K will be coming back, so that's exciting. As somebody that plays football video games, I'm excited because NFL 2K was always better than Madden in my eyes. Um, so, yeah, what are we thinking? I don't know.
2: Uh, didn't EA buy out the rights?
1: Um, I don't think so, but that may have happened.
2: I'll look into that, but, uh, sheesh. I mean, I, yeah, I woke up and I saw that NCAA news and I was like, yeah, I've seen like, like fake, like fake, uh, you know, announcements about this for like set, like six years now. Yeah. So it's like, I don't know. But then I was like, oh wait, this seems like, this That's seems legit. like true. This seems like it's legit. And then sports center and everything is like posting about it. I'm like, oh. All right. Uh, and then I saw some, like, fake um, NCAA covers from, like, like what they would have been in, like, 15, 16, 17, whatever.
0: Yeah, and those are cool. The
2: twenty, the 2020 cover wasn't Joe Burrow.
0: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> and I was like, what? It was Kyler Murray.
0: 2020? They're, yeah, they're a that, year off with that.
2: Yeah, that was, I was like, okay. um, <laughs> I, I Okay. The next topic of conversation I really want to get into this because I have strong feelings about this let's talk about this Matthew Stafford trade because I really okay, let's do it I have these 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 things I know there's this narrative out there that oh the Rams got robbed they gave up two first and a third and Jared Goff oh my gosh I understand what they were doing and let me explain this this is going to be weird Matthew Stafford's a top seven quarterback in my opinion Jonah I think you agree talent-wise, yes. yes. yes Matthew sir. Stafford, I think, is in an ideal situation. He's with Sean McVay. He's got, I'd say, decent weapons. I mean, Cooper Cup, Robert Woods, Tyler Higbee. I'd say
0: top um, 30% of the league weapons. Yeah.
2: A, a decent, like, a decent, okay offensive line. The defense, you know, we, it's it's really good. Um, but It's like, and people are saying that the Rams got robbed, but You've got to understand that the contract that Jared Goff has is so ridiculously hard to get off of your hands. The, the problem is that the Lions weren't willing to just take Jared Goff. And, I, yeah, I get that because the gap between Stafford and Goff, it's, it's massive. Mm-hmm. But you have to give them more value in order to get them to take that contract. And so giving up the first-round picks, yeah, it's first-round picks, but you got to give them something to get that golf contract out. Cause you're obviously not going to keep golf with Stafford because that's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Cause you've got, you know, Aaron Donald's contract, you got Jalen Ramsey, you've got, uh, guys like even Leonard Floyd, like it, yeah. it's, it's really difficult to get that contract off. So I know like, Oh my gosh, what does this mean for the Deshaun Watson trade? I don't think it has anything to do with the Deshaun Watson trade. I think this was, okay, we really need you to take golf. We think we're going to be really good these next two years, and we don't think these first-round picks are going to be valuable. Can you at least just take this so you can take Jared Goff? And I think that's what they did, and I think they did it perfectly. Um, I think Stafford's going to be amazing with the Rams. Uh, I think Goff is going to be not good with the Lions, and I think that's okay. Um, But, I mean – I think both teams got what they got what they wanted. I think the Lions get some first-round picks so that they can build up their team in the future. Um, they got something for Stafford. Um, now, I did hear that there were better offers on the table. I get that, but it's like you're getting value there. You're also getting a third this year um, in a pretty stacked draft class, as Hunter mentioned earlier. Uh, so, I don't know. I think both teams got got good value,
1: in my opinion. This- This is a rare situation where I actually think that both teams win in the trade. Um, I hated this trade when I first saw it just because I thought Matthew Stafford is over 30, and I don't like trading more than one first-round pick for guys that are over 30 just because that 30 wall is just so scary. You don't know what's going to happen after
2: that. And he he turns 33 on Super Bowl Sunday.
1: He does turn 33, but the more I started to think about this, you gave up two first-round picks. I think that Matthew Stafford is going to be good for at least two more years. That would I, I I see that I can see him being good for at least two more years, and then you're back where you started with your first-round picks again. So you don't lose that much. I think it's interesting. This trade confirms the 2016 NFL draft was not as good as everybody thought at the time. Goff and Wentz are both looking like major late busts, like they were good, and then they just sucked all of a sudden, which makes no sense to me because Wentz was an MVP candidate, but now it's looking like he's not even going to be the starter. And Goff – I mean Goff was never really good to begin with, but he fit the system beautifully, and I think now he made a Super Bowl. So – and I think if they had had Matt Stafford back then, they would have won that Super Bowl easily. It was quarterback play. So looking at this trade, I love it on both sides because I don't think it's as much as people think that the Rams gave up in order to get Stafford because, like I said, Stafford's going to be good for two more years. So you're not – I mean, let's be honest. If you suck, you're drafting a quarterback in the first round. You're not drafting anything else if you are really bad. And I think there's other ways to build if you don't need a quarterback. If you don't need a quarterback, first-round picks aren't a or necess- are like a necessity. You don't have to have a first-round pick to be good. We've seen that happen before. Um, yeah. The Texans did it in 2018.
2: The Rams, the Rams are a great example. Because Rams have done first,
1: it for the past five years.
2: Yeah, they haven't had a first round pick for five years.
1: Um. Yeah. So yeah, having said all that, I mean, I like the trade for both sides. I think that aside, Matt Stafford is going to be the best quarterback the Rams have had since Sam Bradford, who was okay. I mean, what do I say there? He was okay. Um. Yeah. I so forgot yeah. about him, bro. I <laughs> forgot about him. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> so, yeah, I think both teams win.
0: Uh, I, I agree with you guys. Um, And this, when the trade happened, right when it happened, I went to you guys, I went to my school friends, and I said, Rams won this trade. I said, I love this trade so much. Everyone's initial reaction is going to be, Lions robbed the crap out of them. Two first-round picks, a third-round pick, and a, a 20-something-year-old quarterback who's made the Super Bowl for a 33-year-old quarterback who didn't look too great last season. And, I mean, yes, if you're a casual fan, you're going to think, wow, Lions absolutely won this trade. Uh, what What are the Rams thinking? But us, knowing more about Stafford, knowing more about the play he brings, not just looking at stats or not just looking at uh, different games he's had in the past few years. But actually looking he at is. his skill, Exactly. But looking at his skill set and looking at how the Rams are built right now, they're one piece away, and it's quarterback. You saw they made the Super Bowl with Jared Goff, who did not play great that season at all. They scored three points in the Super Bowl. Could have easily won that, just like Hunter said. Um, also, if you think about it, they beat the Russell Wilson-led Seahawks in the playoffs this year with John Wolford at quarterback for a little part of it and then Jared Goff the emergency quarterback with a broken thumb they beat the Seahawks in the in the playoffs imagine that team with Matthew Stafford that is a Super Bowl team and i am positive i'm calling it what a year early the rams will be in the Super Bowl next year i have them already as my NFC favorite i don't see weakness other than offensive line but there's free agency for that. There's the draft for that. And, you know, Sean McVay's he can get it done. Um, so I, I have the Rams as my Super Bowl favorite, which is weird. But, I mean, that team is loaded. Best defense in the league, in my opinion. As much as it pains me to say as a Dolphins fan, like, they their defense is insane. Um, they got a nice young running back. They got two great receivers. Um, good above average tight end. Um, and... Uh, an interesting news that I heard about the Jared or the Matthew Stafford thing is that Matthew Stafford was on vacation when this happened and he was like 10 minutes away from Sean McVeigh. Matthew Stafford and Sean McVeigh were close by when this trade happened and they actually went to get dinner together that night the trade happened in, I want to say like Cabo or something. Um, of course they we, were in Cabo. <laughs> like, what a weird, like, what? That's, like that, so, that, that's, just, that's such a such weird a, story. That's, a, that's such a freak coincidence, honestly. <laughs> it, it's like made up. It's like out of a movie. So weird. I just thought some odds.
1: Well, but, uh, having said that, why don't we move into? We'll get to NFL honors last. We'll end with NFL honors, but let's talk about this Super Bowl. And uh, who who do you guys have winning? You know what? I'm gonna go first. I'm gonna go first. Um. Go ahead. Uh, oh, go ahead. No, was telling you to go ahead. My bad. Oh, I had the Houston Texans and the Seattle Seahawks in the Super Bowl at the beginning of this year.
2: Yeah, you know, I really think the Houston Texans can pull it out, man. I think they're, I think they're I really think gonna they go it. out there, and I think they're gonna go out there and they're gonna show a lot of grit. And uh, you know, Deshaun Watson, he's really loyal to his team, so I think he, you know he's <laughs> he's got that he's got that Houston mentality.
1: Shoot me. <laughs> hey, hey remember, remember,
2: remember, Will Fuller. Hey, Will Fuller's gonna have six touchdowns too, cause you know he's available. Um, so uh, uh, <laughs>
1: there you I'm go. Cry, I'm crying, not laughing right now. You've got some and, great
2: run. You've got some great running backs too. Oh yeah, and uh, JJ Watt. He, he's uh he, he's he's not skeptical at all. You know he's
1: so down on I made the mistake. Or a mistake in 2016, or no, it was 2017 that will never happen again. Or was it 2016? What year was the Super Bowl in Houston? 2016. Yes. The Falcons and the Patriots. Okay. I made the mistake of betting against Tom Brady, and I will never do it again.
2: Oh yeah, that the was temp- that was 20 that was 2017. I'm just gonna.
1: Yeah. Anyway, the Bucs are winning the Super Bowl. I will never bet against I will never bet against the greatest quarterback of all time. I won't. Uh. Bro, this man just beat the Packers. They are going to be playing at home. Not they're not going to be the home team. They are playing in their own stadium. That has never happened before. Before this year. They have a great defense. They've got Shaq Barrett. They've got Jason Pierre Paul. They got Antoine Winfield, who has appeared as one of the best safeties in the game right now. You've got a good secondary, and you have the best wide receiving core in the league by far.
2: You've got Carlton oh, Davis. Guys.
1: Locked out. Yes, you got good corners. You have Rob Gronkowski at tight end, not doing much, but I mean you got Cameron Bright. This offense is loaded. OJ
0: Howard.
1: (laughs) I will never bet against Tom Brady. Yes, it's Patrick Mahomes. I don't care. I will never bet against the GOAT.
2: Here's what I got. Here's what I got. Um uh, funny story in 2017. It's funny you brought up uh, Super Bowl 51 because it was 28 to 3, as we all know uh, very oh. well. Um, I put on, a- as an eighth grader, <laughs> on my Snapchat story, I put, bye bye, Patriots.
0: Oh, man. As You're, it was the 28 why. To 3, You're
2: the reason. I fell asleep why. in the middle of the game and woke up and saw that they had won. And my phone was blowing up. And I was like, oh, <laughs> gosh, I will never live this down. But anyway, um, I had the Chiefs winning this game. That That's funny. But I think the Chiefs are just way too dominant. Uh, people forget they've lost one game this year. Mm-hmm. Then it, it was to the Raiders. But they've lost one game. And then, no. They lost no, they lost two games, but the they lost to the Chargers 17-17 when they had yeah, their count. starters. But they've really only lost one game, and like they went out and I think they dominated the Bills. I think they dominated the Bills. They did. Uh, and uh, I I really don't see I really don't see the Patrick Mahomes losing this game. I know he lost his last uh, matchup with Brady. Uh, in the playoffs, in the AFC Championship, um, that 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 really sucked because you know D Ford lining up offsides, you know D that, that was, Ford, D yeah. Ford sold the bag, bro. I was so mad. Mm-hmm. But um, at the end of the day, he won the Super Bowl again. But it's, it's fine. But I I have I have the Chiefs in this one. Uh, but I will say, if the Bucks were to win the Super Bowl. Tom Brady ain't winning Super Bowl MVP. You know who it is? You know who it's gonna be it's gonna be Sco- it's gonna be Scotty Miller.
0: I knew you were gonna say it. Fastest guy in the NFL.
2: <laughs> cleanest cleanest receiver in the NFL. That dude dude literally came out and said he would be Tyreek Hill in a race. I want to see that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so for my prediction, I mean everyone knows who I'm picking. I'm picking the Chiefs. Uh, I am never choosing Tom Brady in the Super Bowl, especially now that he's bad. Um. Now, who has a better team? I'd say the Bucks. I'd say the Bucks have a better team. Um, but Patrick Mahomes is miles better than Tom Brady, and you can't convince me otherwise. Patrick Mahomes, greatest yeah. quarterback of our generation, going to be greatest quarterback of the next generation. It, it, it doesn't matter. It's Patrick Mahomes, Tyreek Hill, Travis Kelsey, on, versus Carlton Davis, Sean Murphy, Bunting, and... Um, um Antoine went to Mike Edwards. Yeah. Like I the only thing I'm worried about is the edge pressure that the Bucks are going to get on Mahomes. But Mahomes is he he's an escape artist. He he can move outside the pocket. When he moves outside the pocket, that's when dangerous things happen. Tyree Kill's gonna be there 30 yards down the field, somehow uncovered. Um I I I don't want to jinx anything, but I see the Chiefs winning by a lot. Like, multiple possessions, like three possessions.
2: Yeah, the difference I see is, like, against the Bills, it's like, all right, well, you got Tredavious White to cover Tyree Kill. You don't have that with the Bucks,
0: And you got great safeties, arguably the best safety duo in the league in Buffalo. And then you're going against a rookie who's been hurt on and off and a bunch of young corners who and then, you then remember then what happened week six, right? Was it week six? Um, I don't remember. Week seven, uh, Tyreek Hill went for a mon- like a, He was a monster against Carlton Davis, went for 200-something yards, like three or four touchdowns, um, set fantasy football records, um, and now he's against them again in the most important game. Or I mean, I guess they're in the Super Bowl last year. Tied for the most important game of his life. I mean, he's going to go off again, in my opinion. So, I mean, I
2: I don't see anybody stopping Tyree Kill. You also got Travis Kelsey. I think Travis Kelsey is not going to be a, a huge factor, I don't think, because, you know, you got guys like Levante David and Devin White that are kind of just going to be in the box. Um, I don't really think Travis Kelsey is going to get a whole lot of action Watch him win Super Bowl MVP. Um, but... I mean when you got Tyree Hill and even McColl Hardman like yeah I don't I don't know and and when you have Jordan Whitehead starting at strong safety and I I just I don't know I I just don't really think it's going to be I don't really think the Bucks really have a chance No they have a chance I can't say that I think the Chiefs are just too dominant. I think the offense is too dominant. They don't even need a good defense. Their offense is just way too good. And even then, their defense isn't even bad. And Legarius yeah. Snead has played like the best rookie corner in the league. So. Yes. There you go. Maybe maybe he shuts down. Uh, this you know what's his name? His name's like what? Mike Michael uh, Michael Evans.
1: Hmm. Uh, I do doesn't doesn't ring a bell.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: So.
1: So, what I've learned is that both of you are big time Tom Brady haters, which is okay. It's good. Oh, no, I
2: okay, okay, okay. it's funny that you say that. I do not want to I am not a Tom Brady hater. I just think Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs are way too dominant i I respect Brady. um uh, I respect Brady. like I really do. I, I wanted them to beat the Packers last week, like, you know, like I, I I'm not a Tom Brady hater. Now, Jonah, I can't speak for him. But, um, <laughs> I think Jonah would even classify it's, himself as it's a It's
0: understandable.
1: Oh, I'm the biggest I never lady. I never liked Andrew Luck. It's just, I mean, as a person, he's a great guy. I never liked Andrew Luck. Man, how did
2: you hate Andrew Luck, bro?
1: Yeah. Everyone loves Andrew Luck. <laughs> I, I never liked him because he was so good. I hate T.Y. Hilton. So, so Yo, I, I don't
0: get, get that. I,
1: so I, I understand the feelings. So now we're going to close out this video with the last 20 minutes or so. What are our NFL honors predictions? What are we thinking? And you don't have to – we're not going to go out list by list. Like, just off the top of your head, what are you thinking?
2: Rodgers, MVP, easy. Who? Aaron Rodgers.
0: Gotcha. I second that. Aaron Rodgers for MVP. I mean, number one seed in the NFC. His stats weren't quite as good as Mahomes, I think, uh, like passing yards-wise. um, But less interceptions – More passing touchdowns, I want to say, and it's Aaron Rodgers. I mean, just give him the MVP. It's it's Aaron Rodgers. Mahomes is going to win more in his career. Just give this one to Aaron. Yeah.
1: The one issue I have with the less interceptions is the fact that he is consistently leading the league in throwaways for like five or ten years in a row. Uh So it's deceiving because he just throws the ball away. Mahomes tries to make a play because he's young. He wants to have fun. Rodgers is more seasoned veteran. Yeah, I got this third, though. Rodgers is winning MVP. It's not really even close. I wanted Russell Wilson to win really bad. It's not happening. I thought it's, you were
2: going to juke us out real quick and be like, oh, man, Nick Chubb's winning MVP.
1: <laughs> oh, no. No. Um, I'm actually proud of my Offensive Player of the Year prediction because it's going to come true. I had Derrick Henry winning Offensive Player of the Year, and that's going to happen, which I am very so happy with. Um, it's one of my few times I was right. So, what do y'all think?
0: I love I the thing. It's Derrick Henry's my probably my favorite running back in the league. Now that I think about it, I, I love Derrick Henry. Um, go Titans, baby! Um, he's rushed for 2k yards. Oh, like seemed like a thousand of it were against the Texans. Sorry, Hunter.
1: That, that um, no, that's <laughs> that's <factual. laughs> that's that <laughs> it looks like we're just so so that you bring it up yeah, we're just he just needed he needed 245 yards in week 17 to get it done and i told you guys he was going to get it there's no way. you, you <laughs> said there is no way i said this team is so bad he is going to get 260 <laughs> plus on us y'all said no way he dropped 265 and receiving hey, hey, yards on us
2: hey i didn't say anything <laughs> scrimmage no one
1: game for one just, running back. I'm just here so I won't get fined, honestly. Like <laughs> six yard dude. line, six yard line, right? They hand the ball off to Brady or to uh, got Brady on the brain. They hand, hand the ball, to ball off hand.
2: to Brady. <laughs> yep.
1: They hand the ball off to Henry, right? I'm like, okay, Justin Reed's gonna get him. Nope. Okay. Okay, here comes Eric Murray. He's got him. Okay, Lonnie, Lonnie, you got him. Okay, Zach, please, Zach Cunningham, come on, my boy, Tyrell Adams. Y'all ain't like, gonna oh, catch him. Okay, but he's at the twenty. He's, he's not gonna. Surely not. Oh, okay. Not ninety-four yards. Great. That, that's just great. Just amazing, guys. I can't. He's I can't so get over good.
2: the. I can't get over the handoff to Brady. I'm sorry. <laughs> Blaine Gabbert comes in at quarterback. Hand it off to Tom Brady. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. Nah, dude, they don't even have Tom Brady in at quarterback. They just consider him the Wildcat quarterback, and he just takes <laughs> off with the ball. If he does okay. You know what? I'm predicting that Tom Brady has a rushing touchdown in the Super Bowl. That's my opinion. It's gonna
1: be off a QB sneak. It happens every year, bro. Nah, bro. Read, okay. nah,
2: bro. Read option, 30 yards
0: out. If if Tom Brady scores a read option touchdown, I will do something special for the
1: podcast. Okay. Having also, also, I just have to add. Gosh, y'all, y'all made me forget it on the spot. This is embarrassing. Uh, <laughs> gosh, dog it. Okay, keep going on. I'll remember it eventually. Defensive player of the year. Defensive player of the year? Yeah, go ahead. Who you got?
2: Oh, oh, mine is Xavier uh, Howard, no question.
1: Okay. I,
0: are, are you are you being sarcastic or are you being dead? No,
2: out? no, no. I'm being serious. Like, he's he's winning defensive player of the year. All right. All right.
0: Love to he's, see it. He's, I, he's
2: unbelievable. I mean, he how many, many pick? How many picks did he have? How many?
0: How Ten. Many
2: picks did he have?
0: Ten. Yeah, like that's double
2: digit. That's unheard of, bro. Like, oh. like it, that doesn't happen in Madden franchise. Like, <laughs>
1: like, Jonah, like, Jonah. you may want to think about this before you pick because you predicted somebody to win defensive points. I know. And you are probably going to be right.
2: Oh I know who I know who it is, but I'm just going with the with the, 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 the nice pick, you know. I just the one that the nobody's tricks.
0: gonna get. Um I mean I I'm I'm also going Xavier Howard. I mean oh, he's I'm double digit Xavier Howard. How don't understand. <laughs> Stefan Gilmore won defensive player of the year with well, like four picks, I wanna say. Um some something like that. Xavier Howard got the most amount of picks. In twelve years, I don't know what a corner has to do to win this award. If they don't give it to Xavier, a
1: cornerback
0: is Vegas has
1: to say. Okay, Vegas odds right now: T.J. Watt is minus two fifteen, Aaron Donald is plus two hundred five, Howard is plus seven hundred, and Miles Garrett is plus two thousand.
0: No, I ain't Miles Garrett. I think T.J. Watt is winning this award, but if I had to hand it out, be Xavier Howard. T.J. Watt, who. If you listen to this podcast and Hunter hinted towards it, I picked TJ Watt as my Defensive Player of the Year winner before the season started. Just want to say, if he wins, that's all me. Um, hopefully, he does not win, and it's Xavier Howard. Hunter, who do you have?
1: Um, I have Aaron Donald. and Oh, wow. Uh, I have Aaron Donald because he is the best player in the NFL, and I have watched him consistently this year and every other year just – be unblockable. There were three guys on him against the Seahawks, and he still got two sacks. Like, it doesn't happen. That doesn't happen. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I respect – respect to Xavier Howard. He – I just don't think that DBs get love for this award like they should. I mean, Stephon Gilmore is like one of the few ones that always goes to defensive ends. I mean, Khalil Mack, Aaron Donald, Watt, it's always a defensive end. I think they view sacks better or more importantly than they do um, interceptions. Just, Which I think is ridiculous. It is ridiculous, yeah. but you can't argue sacks are harder to get. I mean, that's just I, – I mean, if you're looking at it – I mean, to me, sacks are harder to get. So, I mean, I'm picking uh, Aaron Donald to win this award, but that's just me.
0: The thing is there's always players every single year that get 10-plus sacks. There's going to be like 15 players that get 10-plus sacks. There's Jack not been a cornerback that has gotten 10 interceptions since Antonio Cromartie in 2008. Um, every I, I single understand. down.
1: Like I said, I understand, but
0: yeah, you know. I get it. Aaron Donald, I do believe, is the best player in the NFL. I do think it's one A, one B, him and Mahomes. You can flip it either way. Aaron Donald deserves this award every single year of his career. I will stand by that. But Easily. that hasn't happened. Stephon Gilmore won over him last year. Um, I don't see why Xavier wouldn't win it over him this year. If I had to pick my defensive player, who is the best defensive player in the league? Aaron Donald. I think 90% of logical NFL fans would do the same. But too bad they don't do that. Um, As they should. Mahomes would win MVP every year. Aaron Donald would win defensive player every year. Um, But it's just not done like that. Just like LeBron would win MVP every year.
1: Oh, you had to throw it in. You had to throw it in.
0: I mean, he does deserve 10th.
1: Okay. James Harden's winning MVP. Oh, whatever.
0: I'm just kidding.
1: (laughs) Just piling it on Hunter. So we have to talk about the most luxurious, just prestigious award that the NFL gives out, Walter Payton Man of the Year. It is going to be Miles Garrett winning this award, which is so poetic because if you know who Miles Garrett is and what he has done, this is the most poetic thing that could have happened. It's the, the most
0: iron,
2: it's the most ironic thing I've ever seen in my life. I'm not even kidding.
1: The, the trophy will be a football helmet this year and uh Mason Rudolph will be presenting the award. So uh Mason Rudolph, mm-hmm. you may want security there out. with you.
2: <laughs> I really yeah. want to know what happened in that altercation, man. I really, I really wanna know.
0: I'm waiting for the thirty for thirty.
2: <laughs> oh, it's gonna happen. It's it's going
0: to happen. Yeah. yeah. Who do you guys have for Offensive Rookie of the Year? Between oh, the, oh my. God. Justin. Who do you guys have? Sh-
1: it I mean, should I mean, be Justin Jefferson, but it's not going to be, which makes me really sad. Because it should be Justin Jefferson with a runaway.
2: I think Justin really deserves it, you know? Uh, yeah.
0: You know, yeah. is pretty good. Yeah,
2: yeah but I, I personally, if I were handing out the award, I'm giving it to Justin Jefferson.
0: Like, <laughs> the guy had
2: – 1,400 yards and seven touchdowns as a rookie in the Minnesota Vikings system with Adam Thielen. Yeah. Like, that's unheard of. I get that Justin Herbert um, broke the rookie passing touchdown record that was previously set by Baker Mayfield. But it's like, I just, I I don't think you're going to see many rookie receivers go out and put up numbers like that. I just don't see that happening
0: i agree with you guys um justin jefferson had a top five seven receiver year um this year which never see a rookie do it Uh, randy Moss, last one comes to mind um but justin herbert is a quarterback he was taken early in the draft i want to say six yeah Uh, he's he's a dark horse for it at the beginning of the year. No one thought Justin Herbert's gonna win it over Burrow, over Tua. Um but I got Herbert winning this. Um Justin Jefferson deserves it. Don't get me wrong. Justin Jefferson is great. He
1: deserves this, but it's gonna go to Justin Herbert.
2: Eagles fans punching the air right now.
1: <laughs> um and last of all we're gonna talk about coach of the year because this is interesting. And my pick is probably going to surprise you guys, but he is third in the Vegas betting odds right now. And I'm not going to let it stop me because I think he's winning. I'm taking Brian Flores for this award. Ooh, I think he deserves it. I think that they were robbed for not getting a playoff spot, especially after just the debacle, the hypocrisy, the travesty that was the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think that it's awful that they didn't get a spot, and I think Brian Flores was the best coach in the league this year.
2: That is that is a pretty hot take. I I think it's it's tough. Like a Brian Flores, I would pick him, but it's really tough to pick a coach that didn't make the playoffs. Um, uh, my pick personally is Kevin Stefanski.
1: Okay, with,
2: with the Browns. Uh, I mean, to think like. The, okay. You know that the hype that the Browns had last year, it was obviously like, you know, they had a lot of hype. Um, you know, Hugh Jackson, you know, whatever. He was awful. I don't care what anybody says. Hugh Jackson did not get screwed up by having a terrible roster. Hugh Jackson's a bad coach. I don't no, care what anybody who's says.
1: Who's watching. If you know the end of that, you're a real OG. I just got to say. There you go. If you are that if you are that in tune with Hugh Jackson memes, you deserve it.
2: <laughs> I mean, I, I want to know: Are there any Hugh Jackson fans out there? Just want to know. Mm, uh, but yeah. probably, probably not. There's probably a fan page on Instagram, but I don't know. Uh, yeah. The fact that Kevin Stefanski came in and led this Browns team to a playoff a play, uh, he got them a playoff spot. For the mm-hmm. first time since I believe it was 2002,
0: it's impressive, that is okay.
2: that is why he wins Coach of the Year for me. It's not even anything in like in particular. It's just he led the Browns to their first playoff appearance in 19 years, 18, 19, however you want to count it based on the flip of the new year. Yeah. It's that that's crazy to me. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, you, you just I
0: don't. Know. You, know. you got valid arguments. Uh, I mean, crazy to see the Browns making the playoffs, and a new head coach for them definitely deserves that uh, Coach of the Year spot, but I am giving it to um, Sean McDermott.
1: I figured somebody had to go with it.
0: It it sucks.
1: You guys know it sucks
0: for me to choose Sean McDermott. Oh, um, but yeah. Look, look what he did, and I know it's not him. It's also Brian Dable. It's also the quarterback coach. Look what he did with Josh Allen in one year. Turned him around from a bottom 30 quarterback or bottom two quarterback, I mean, uh, to an MVP candidate and taking them to the playoffs, who they only lost, I want to say, one game in the past, in their last 10 games, not counting the postseason. And it was because of uh, Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, you know, the Hale Murray. Wait, who, the, who did Murray throw to? Uh Oh, my God, my bad. DeAndre. D'Angelo uh, Tompkins.
1: Oh, uh, D'Angelo okay.
0: Tompkins, my bad. Oh, yeah. I always get them confused. Okay, that. yeah, yeah. Um, he he deserves Coach of the Year. Him and Stefanski both deserve it. I wish they could be Co-Coach of the Year's but And as much as I want Brian Flores to get it, us not making the playoffs, I think, it, it gets rid of that discussion. I think if we made the yeah. playoffs, he wins this. Because, I mean look at our team compared to the other two teams. But um, I'm giving this one to Sean McDermott. They had second-best record in the NFL, I think, third maybe. Um, yeah, and the, it's the Bills. And then there's a couple other awards that we got. We're all going to say the same answers. Defensive Rookie of the Year. I'm taking Chase Young.
1: Jeremy Chint? No, I'm kidding. It's Chase Young. It's Chase. It's Chase. Yeah, it's Chase Young. It's Chase
0: Young, yeah. We solution. don't really got to have a discussion on this. I mean, it was Chase Young even before the season started. Uh, it, it was obvious, and the comeback player of the year. This Alex is probably Smith. the most easy answer. Yes, in all of sports award history, Alex Smith goes from almost having to have his leg amputated. To, he almost died. He almost died to taking his team to the playoffs. The Washington football team. To okay, the
1: playoffs. okay. The only issue I have with that. Let's not. He they went seven and nine. Let's okay, let's real about that. They may, they went seven. They could have gone
0: two and 14. They didn't. This guy who almost died was their quarterback. With that team around him, made the playoffs. I don't care what record they are.
2: Tell me that Taylor Heineke is good. Totally off topic. If anybody says Taylor Heineke is good, I'm canceling them. (laughs)
0: Uh, I feel like we have a recording of you saying Taylor Heineke is good. We definitely do
1: okay <laughs> man, listeners man, check the tapes okay. hit this up in our dms man, man, i will be sure to send if y'all that y'all his. that
2: if y'all can find that that'd be great but i don't think taylor haneke deserves all this hype that's my opinion
0: um uh, anyway we'll that, upload fun. that clip to our tiktok um of aiden saying that he is a legend and elite so we'll, we'll get that to you guys <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, okay okay if okay if i did say that <laughs> I don't know, Then I, I, okay, delusional is not the word. I don't know. I mean,
0: it, it, uh, we're canceling it, you if you did say. I that.
2: don't know. I, <laughs> I don't know, man. Let's let me let me. Oh, oh I gotta check the score to the Nets game. Keep, all right. Do you guys have? Are there, are there any other awards that we need to touch on that are like, you know? There
0: are not. No. We yeah, did all of. it. I think we pretty much got it. You know. Uh,
1: any,
2: I mean, any any other players that deserve recognition for this season?
1: Hmm. Maybe.
2: I mean, and it could be for them being back. <coughs> Cam Newton. Um.
1: That's 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 a name. That is that is a name. Um, Cam
2: Newton. Cam Newton was very poor this year.
1: I uh. Yeah, yeah. Just not a good year for the Patriots, which I'm sure y'all <laughs> told about. But yeah. Oh, oh we
2: we are stoked yeah, as a a party. Fans. Yes. I mean, that's the one time that us Jets slash Dolphins fans will unite with the Bills <laughs> and celebrate. Yeah, um, too bad the Bills I mean, did
0: good this year, or else it'd be it'd be a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, but the Bills are out there jumping on tables and and missing the tables. So um, <laughs> yeah. I, I I don't know if y'all have seen any videos of that, but oh, I have. Like, yep. It's it's yep. horrifying. Like, it's actually them. scary. Um, but but, mean, yeah. oh 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 oh, one more thing. Uh, I just wanna I just wanna point out. I saw Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft the other day.
0: Oh, and yeah. My God,
2: my God, let me tell you, it's horrendous. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I know he's I know he's like he, he's a former scout and he's he's an expert. OK, yeah, you had Trey Lance going forward to Atlanta over uh, Justin Fields. OK, like that's not even the worst thing I saw. Kyle Pitts going to San Francisco. <laughs> is The worst thing I've ever heard in my entire life. George
0: Kittle was drafted what four years ago.
2: <laughs> Jeez, like, gosh, like they how, had
0: Hene like... Sewell as the offensive tackle two. They didn't. They had Rashawn Slater going above him.
2: Look, okay, look, I think Rashawn Slater's very good. Don't get me wrong. I the fact. That Kyle Pitts is going to San Francisco in his mock. He the fact that his that the first sentence of justification he had was, don't freak out, people. That's when we freak out. Yeah, we're gonna freak out. Like, <laughs> and it's like, line him up on the outside. Well, why don't you just use him as a tight end if you can? Like, I don't think he's gonna be like a like an outside, like dominant, like speedy receiver. That's gonna go out there and like put up numbers against Stefan Gilmore. No, I think he's gonna be a George Kittle type tight end.
0: And they um, also got Debo and Ayuk. Why, why do they need another receiver? Like, they, how they, can they fit Debo, all I think these like people? Debo and
2: Ayuk are bad. I
0: don't know. Daniel Jeremiah is still like one of the most credible mock draft people, but I hate all of them. Um, mock draft people are always wrong, always way off. They just do it for the the clicks and all that, and it works. But you know.
2: I'm
0: not gonna. I'm
2: looking. I'm looking at Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft. Be uh, like, you know, just to just to double check, see if there's any more uh, awful picks. Because I mean, all you have to show me is Kyle Pitts to San Francisco to really just get me to 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 just leave the page. Um, let's see. Uh, Gregory Russo, Michael Parsons falling to the Patriots at 15 is kind of crazy. Oh, it's. that's not gonna happen. Uh,
0: Dolphins issue.
2: taking Darasol. I like that.
0: Michael Parsons um, has shoes. I think he's gonna fall.
2: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I actually heard he's he's actually kind of a psychopath. Yeah. Um, so Fun- yeah. I'm. You know. Oh. The, what? Why would the Lions trade up into the first round to take Quitty Pay? That's the one position they don't need. <laughs> OK, uh, Moore to the Titans love it. Jets get ETN. Love it. Uh, Trayvon Merig, uh to the to the Jaguars at 25. Hate it. The safeties in this class are terrible. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, but it's it's bad. If, if you have Kyle Pitts going to San Francisco or Kansas City, which he wouldn't fall to 32. But like if you had him going to one of those teams, even like the Ravens. Mm it's ridiculous i saw no i was actually creating a mock draft the other day and i was like i was on the ravens i was making the ravens big their top need on the draft network was tight end what not interior offensive line for some reason
0: no nah, no nah, they've got a great interior offensive line you no know they suck at tight end <laughs> they don't have a top five tight end
2: yeah mark andrews, trash. Type. mark andrews is trash let me tell you who's really good you know, I think he's up there with guys like Zach Martin and Quentin Nelson. You got Bradley Bozeman.
0: Oh, he's and great.
2: Then, you know, you got you got Matt Skura. He's you know he's he's really good. He's the be- best center in the league. Nah, but the the draft the draft world the 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 draft world on the internet it's it's kind of toxic uh honestly you really just wait until until i mean obviously that's a little ironic because we're going to do a mock draft
0: after this yes and i want to touch on the fact that hunter uh we are in the making especially hunter of making our own website for ahj productions and good evening football um and on that website in the near future i will be posting my scouting reports i'll be posting my mock drafts As I've got about 25 scattering reports um, going to be done before the draft. So make sure to check that out. The website is still being updated, but we have stuff on there now. And also, check out our TikTok. It's been blowing up the past few days. Uh, Multiple posts of 100,000 views, uh, 10,000 likes. Uh, Just be sure to check that out. You guys have anything to add?
1: Nope. I think think uh, I'm good.
2: All right, guys. Well, uh, that'll wrap this one up. Uh, we will definitely get a mock draft out to you guys after the Super Bowl, um, and now it's gonna be it's gonna be a lot because you know, and we're gonna we're gonna blow through it pretty much because you know we have three mock drafts to get out there. But um, you know, I think it'll be fun. So uh, stay tuned yep. for that. But uh, that will do it for this one, and uh, we will see you guys probably early next week. All, All right.
0: It. Peace.
2: Peace.